the Lord has just been so faithful to like every promise that he showed me, like since being saved, like the church family, the Christ-centered friendships that he showed me, restored relationships with friends that I cut out when I was in new age. He restored those. Like it is crazy what Jesus has done in my life. And there's nothing better than knowing the truth because only the truth of Jesus Christ can set you free. All the new age stuff is not of the Lord. It's truth makes it lies. You know, astrology won't save tarot won't save law of attraction. Doesn't none of that saves, but Jesus Christ saves and he sets you free and he gives you a better way. Motherhood. Raising babies and experiencing all of the joy, love, and laughter life has to offer while simultaneously exhausted and occasionally burnt out. You have all these big dreams and want to pursue your creative passions, but are unsure how it's possible because your plate is already full. It can all feel overwhelming with ongoing to-do lists, maintaining a household, spending quality time with your little ones, and trying to squeeze in some alone time with your hubby. Can you relate? Hi, my name is Brian. I am a mama of two, a military wife, a sweet wine enthusiast, and a faith-based entrepreneur on a mission to help mamas start and grow their creative small businesses without sacrificing time with their families and children. You can have the best of both worlds. You can be a mother and provide for your family, just like the Proverbs 31 woman. With grace and faith and Jesus on your side, you can walk confidently in God's vision for you. On this podcast, we will talk about motherhood, marriage, faith, and of course, business. This podcast is for the mamas ready to unapologetically step into God's calling for you as a mother and small businesswoman. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the With Grace and Faith podcast. I'm your host, Brianne, and on today's episode, we have a treat for you. Our special guest on today's episode is Jessica Torres. Now, if you are unfamiliar with who Jessica Torres is, she is a former New Age coach turned faith-based entrepreneur. Her testimony on how she met Jesus is absolutely wild. You are definitely going to want to listen in. Such a good story and such a good testimony. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. Hello, Jessica. Hello. So happy to be here. I'm so happy that you are here. Oh my gosh. Like, where do we even get started? So for those who don't know, uh, Jessica is actually my business coach that I'm currently working with. She has been the absolute best, especially transitioning out of new age spirituality. She has been such a big help just being able to be rooted in the Bible while working with her. It's just been the absolute best. So I thought I'd bring her on today for the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, so happy to be here and to just, you know, provide some testimony of Jesus Christ. Yes. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. Like, 
Tell me your story. How exactly did you get into New Age spirituality? Yeah, so, I mean, oh my gosh, it's like I've shared my testimony so many times. And each time it's just like when I retell it, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this like actually happened in my life. Coming from so deeply being in the New Age for almost 10 years of my life. Um, So like I was raised Catholic, right? Raised Catholic, but never really, um, it wasn't ever strict. Like no one actually in my family had a real true relationship with Jesus Christ. No one is ever really actually born again. And if they did, like I never knew about it. Like it was never shown to me to be important to have a relationship with Jesus. Um, From a very young age, I just remember being very, um, hypersexualized, like learning about masturbation from the age of like four, like discovering that. And then um, actually being like sexually abused when I was like 11. And then after that point, it really went from like day to night for me. So before that happening, when I was like 11, I was like, you know, I was never going to do drugs. I was very straight edge and all that. And then overnight, it was really like Satan just started like, <laughs> taking me you know taking me under and at the same time too my parents were getting a a divorce and my household was just like falling apart so I like started smoking cigarettes started getting drunk in the woods with my friends started being like attracted to like the bad boy archetype right like and it was so weird because like in school I was the good kid and outside of school I was like the bad kid and the partier and it's like I had an alternate ego in a way. It's like my soul was being fragmented and split. So fast forward to like high school, I was like doing ecstasy. I was trying cocaine at like the age of like 15, 16, partying so much. But then still, I was like the honors kid, the honors student. And it was just crazy how I was able to juggle that. Um, a big thing, a part of my journey, like kind of into new age was my brother, my older brother, well, I have two older brothers, but one of them became a very bad heroin addict. And that was like years of our lives. And, you know, I was into drugs and like the uppers, but I never got into like the opiates and the heart, like that type of stuff. Um, So this like really frightened me because I had other friends that got into too. I had friends that were dying because of it. And I was always so afraid that like my brother was going to die. And, um, around this time we actually started taking psychedelics together when I was like 17 18 19 I started dabbling with shrooms um a lot of LSD like I remember my first LSD experience like my mind was completely blown open and I felt a spiritual connection I never felt when I was younger in like the Catholic church um and to to me this was God this was me like meeting God And it was very addicting to have those types of experiences, especially after all the trauma that I was going through. My household was very dark. You know, my parents got divorced years before that brother is addicted to to heroin. Like, and I saw this as being kind of the light. And this is where, you know, the whole law of attraction, Esther Hicks, um, quantum energy and sacred geometry and learning about the elements and nature and I am one with it all. And, you know, that's really what sparked the entry into the new age was psychedelic experiences. So, you know, before you knew it, I was doing yoga, I was doing meditation, but at the same time, I was also like addicted to Adderall and I would like 
Nort Adderall with my my other friend who was like spiritually awakening and we would talk about the universe for hours and it was just insane like I I was gaining all this knowledge right like I thought that I was the one that like me and my friends that were spiritually awakened were the ones that were here to awaken the world to this you know to this knowledge that we are God and we are the creators of our reality and you know your thoughts create your reality and you can speak things into existence and for for once in my life I actually felt like I was in control right after a childhood of feeling things were out of my control my parents divorced my brother you know becoming an addict the sexual trauma that happened to me like just all of these things that felt so out of control. This is the thing that was presented to me to be like, oh, you can actually control your reality. And I was like, oh, great, because I need to do that. My life is falling apart. And I felt like my brother, like maybe this could help him in his addiction. So like I said, before you knew it, I was getting into all of that stuff. I left college when I first like, quote unquote false like spiritually awakened which is actually the false like spiritual awakening wasn't the true spiritual awakening which I'll get into that later but I left school for like two years because I was like I need to go awaken the world and it was just ridiculous and then like two years later I go back to college for um for psychology but all around the same time I'm like getting deeper and deeper doing tarot card readings oracle card readings I'm like just filling myself with all this knowledge but also at the same time I'm also learning about healing myself and and health and wellness and self-care and like so it was like truth mixed with lies because I was all I was doing like Buddhism and Hinduism like these were becoming the foundations in which I was living my life um which was, you know, it was like eight years of my life. And the last two years got so dark. And, you know, mind you, before that, I made so many horrible decisions because I was so filled up with pride and selfishness and thought like, well, I'm on higher consciousness and they're not. Like, I kind of like separated myself from my family and just like friends that I had forever because I was like, well, I'm awakened and they're not. They're never going to understand me. And like, I need to like go off into the world and I need to, you know, figure out who I am and self-realization. Like it was just Satan, like literally this, the, the whole ideology of Satan and the pridefulness. And it was really sad. So around in 2018, I had an experience where I came to the, like I stopped being in denial of the sexual abuse that happened when I was 11 because up until that point it was just clear like I was trying to suppress my emotions around that with drugs with sex with alcohol with spirituality in a way right and I finally awakened to the fact like oh my gosh I was like sexually abused when I was younger and this definitely like had an impact on me and like distorted my psyche so what do you know I started getting into sacred sexuality and tantra and black magic and sex magic and blood magic thinking that oh like god right because i would use the word god sometimes because i used to do like kundalini yoga and chanting and they use like the word god but they never talk about jesus or the bible ever and i was like oh god like allowed me to go through that sexual trauma so 
I can get into like Tantra and sacred sexuality and stuff like that. So around 2018, I like really knew that I wanted to be a coach. I wanted to be like a spiritual mentor and a coach. I never wanted to use like my psychology degree to go into like that field. Like I was always an entrepreneur. So I started launching my business and like talking about higher consciousness and stuff like on my Instagram and I hired a business coach and before you knew it I was like a high-end you know like divine sensuality divine femininity coach and I moved to Costa Rica with an ex-partner and in less than a year my business like hit six figures and I just remember like it was so insane, like what happened in my life and like the reality that I was living in, like literally living down the block from the beach. I was making like 10, 15, 20, 25, $30,000 a month, like running a coaching business. I was sacrificing my blood every month. Like I was doing the full moon rituals, the new moon rituals. I was doing plant medicine. So I was like addicted to like arape, which is this it's honestly like the cocaine of the jungle, but these people that do these things, it's like all disguised of like, oh, it's plant medicine and we're healing our trauma and we're figuring out who we are. And it's just so, it's like drug abuse disguised as like good, <laughs> you know, like all this stuff is like abuse disguised as good. And like, if you looked at like pictures of me or a video of me from like that time, like a few years ago, you can see that I was like possessed by demons. Like I look like my eyes look like snakes because I was chanting like to Kundalini. I was like having Kundalini awakenings. Um, I was helping other women like, you know, manifest with their orgasms. Like it was just so horrible. By the very end of it, I was learning about Jesus, but not the real Jesus. There's a fake Jesus. There's actually many fake Jesuses. And Jesus tells us in his word in the Bible that many are going to come in his name saying that they are the Christ. So I, in my work, I was devoted, or so I thought, I was devoted to like Mary Magdalene. And there's this thing called the Rose Lineage. And I used to take these like shamanic breathwork journeys, right? Like I would go to, in order to heal my trauma, I would go into these, um, states of catharsis and through my own breath I was like tapping into these weird states where actually now I know that I was opening myself up to demons and they would give me these visions for my life and these visions of me like running away from my family and like cutting my family off like it was so horrible what Satan did in those things but I remember having this one vision like before and this is like I'm backing up I'm like moving around a little bit this is right before I like moved out and went to Costa Rica and my business, but the influence that I had just through a, like a breathwork journey. I remember going into this journey and mind you, I'm sober. I'm just like getting high off my breath. That's what they would say. They're, like you're getting high off your breath. You're like tapping into your own state, you know? And at the time, I was reading this book called Mary Magdalene Revealed, which this book is completely demonic. It is not of the Lord at all. And I really just pray that every single one of those books gets destroyed. But I had this, um, yeah, I had this 
journey that I was in this field with Mary Magdalene, which now I know was a demon, but she had long black hair and she was very seductive and she was like seducing me and I was laying on her lap and she was like touching my hair and like seducing me like with her eyes and she was like you are to be devoted to me now and I was like okay like I like I'm yours you know like whatever you want me to do and she told me like I was here to help other women awaken to their divine feminine and um, I'm carrying the torch and blah blah right so I like took that and ran with it and before you knew it like I said I was reaching all this worldly success I was in like a in a relationship with another man who was like awakened right false light awakened but there was so much mental and emotional turbulence in that relationship I never felt safe he always was desiring other women porn addiction um so I never felt safe and I thought that I had to be in this relationship to heal my trauma and I didn't even care because I was like having all this worldly success that I was like well I must be doing something right that like the that like God right is like rewarding me with all this worldly success so yeah living in Costa Rica and I'll kind of go into I guess like the moments of when the Lord came and got me because right before I got saved they even did a class called hot for Jesus and I was completely sexualizing Jesus. Like I thought that this was the real Jesus. I also read this book um, called, what was it? The Magdalene Manuscript, Complete Blasphemy. And it's about how Jesus and Mary Magdalene did sex magic together. And oh, that's okay. how he was, yeah. And that's how he was able to like lay the death portal. And like, I believed all of these things. Like I, I really believed it. I was seeking God, like, you know, so reach all the success. Um, my relationship is like horrible though. It's like so back and forth, never felt safe. Um, September, 2021, after nine months of living in the jungle of Costa Rica, running my business, living the life, like living in a bikini naked, like my whole Instagram was like naked pictures of me basically. And just like horrible me cursing all the time. Like it was so bad. We moved from Costa Rica to Northern Cal California because we're like, all right, it's time to get out of the jungle. Let's go back to the U.S. And I remember like the first night there, like something just shifted. Like I remember actually getting a vision of me like dressed very modestly, like driving like a Land Rover with like two kids in the back and like just feeling like a mom. And I remember like getting that vision. I was like, wow, like maybe this is like where my life is heading because I always did want to be a wife and a mother. Like I always had that. But, you know, the world told me like be successful, make all this money, be independent. Um, but the partner that I was with was very not committed. And that was just like I was trying to make him commit to me, right? Trying to do all these things. But the first week that we're living in California, I had my whole business running, right? I have all these clients, this money. I saw my first new age to Jesus testimony on like Instagram, right? Wow. Yeah. (laughs) This girl who was like all into like aliens and quantum, blah, blah, blah. Like literally one day she like is that. And then the next day she's like on Instagram sharing her testimony of how she got saved by Jesus Christ. And she's sharing scripture one of the scriptures was 
how Satan um, masquerades as an angel of light. She's like comparing scripture with new age ideology, like things that I believe, like my beliefs. And I'm literally just like, what? Like immediate conviction, (laughs) immediate conviction, because like I was in this whole like pridefulness of like, I am the divine feminine blah, 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 goddess. And, you know, like I'm running this business and I'm here to awaken them. Like, and then it's like, this scripture is like convicting my heart and humbling me. And I just got like, I started feeling like physically sick, like ill. (laughs) And I was like, I remember like bringing this to my partner at the time and being like, Hey, like, I think that this is true. Like, I think that what they're saying is true. And I think we need to like buy Bibles. And he was just like, what? Like, he was like, no, like these people are in a trauma response, right? We were both doing like a lot of trauma healing work and stuff and how people have trauma response. He's like, no, they're, they're in a savior complex, blah, blah. Um, He was very into like mystic Christianity too. So like Christ consciousness and stuff like that, which we know is not of God. It's all false deception of Satan. But that's what he was into too. And up until that point, I really trusted his spiritual authority in our relationship. But for the first time, I was like, I don't think so. Like, I think that this is true. And I just remember feeling physically ill and sick. Like, I couldn't even show up to my coaching calls the way that I used to. It was just like not something just was not letting me. And mind you, at the time, I also had two clients who were also getting convicted. So we're all like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? Like, something's happening. Are you a mama struggling with anxiety? Do you ever have those moments where you are totally fine, but out of nowhere you have sudden thoughts of shame, not feeling loved or feeling like a failure? If so, mama, you are not alone. These intrusive thoughts are a lie from the enemy. That is why I created this freebie for you. Replacing lies with his truth, Bible verses for the struggling mama. This free 10-page PDF is jam-packed with Bible verses to reference back to when you're having those intrusive thoughts like anxiety, shame, feeling like a failure, regret, and so much more. You can find rest and comfort by clinging on to God's word. To grab your free copy, make sure to head to the link in the description of this episode or go to brianholtzman.com slash Bibleverse. Again, the link is in the description of this episode or go to brianholtzman.com slash Bibleverse. Now back to the show. So what did you like end up doing then? You're starting to get like all of these convictions and then your clients are getting convicted. I mean, what happened once like that happened? Yeah, it was such a wild space. Like just like looking back, I'm like, I can't believe all like that was nuts. And also I had a coach that I was working with too, who was Buddhist and I was paying her like $7,000 a month to work with her. Crazy. So getting all these convictions, getting physically sick, I started blocking these people, right? People that don't even know me on Instagram, I'm blocking them because I'm pushing away God, right? I'm pushing God away. Like, nope, you don't, you can stay over there. I'm going to stay over here and it's going to be good. But it just kept knocking and knocking. I was like, no, like I need, I would find myself unblocking them at like midnight and like looking at scripture and being like so fascinating like with the word of god like i just knew it was the truth right 
So I'm going to just share everything super vulnerably, like what actually happened, because this is like the true glory of God. But yeah, one of my clients who actually, she has been my friend for like 10 years. She actually introduced me to astrology in the very beginning of my like false light spiritual awakening. And we were in the, you know, all that together. And then she hired me as her coach in like June, 2021 to like help her in her business. And then literally like the last couple weeks of us working together, she got saved and she was, you know, saved. And we like ended our time together. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like, I think that what she's saying is true too. So one morning, this is like the turning point, right? I'll never forget the date, October 14, 2021. I, my, ex-boyfriend at the my boyfriend at the time he was like hey can we talk and every time he would say that I knew that he was gonna like tell me that like something that would hurt me like I've been watching porn or I you know masturbated to a girl on Instagram like I don't know what it would have been but I knew it would be something that hurt me and I was like um yeah let's we could talk and I was like he was like telling me that he has been watching porn without like directly telling me he's been watching porn. And I was like, what have you been watching porn? He was like, yeah. And in that moment, it's like, I was finally reacting to all the like pain that I felt. Right. So Mm -hmm. I literally lost it. Like I lost control. I had no control, self-control. I kicked a garbage can. I went up to him. I bit his shoulder. I like shook him. I was trying to like hit him. He like had to restrain me to the floor. And he was like, you're in a trauma response. Like I'm done with this relationship. Like you're insecure and blah, blah. And like, I, you know, basically just tried to attack him and I'm like freaking out and he takes the keys and leaves. Right. And I'm just sitting there like, what just happened? Like, are we going to still be together? I don't think we're going to be together. Like, freaking out I'm still mind you I'm still getting convicted by God like all this stuff is just blowing up in my face and three hours later he calls me and he's like I'm coming home getting my stuff don't come near me and I was like can we just talk like and while we're on the phone there's a knock on the door I go to the door and the cops are there (laughs) the cops wow (laughs) okay and I'm like uh, the cops are here and he was like oh no I didn't want them to come and I was like what I get arrested at my front door in a town that I just moved to like a month before that I have no family around I'm literally secluded on a six acre property in the middle of northern California I get arrested in that moment I was like God I'm listening I'm listening now I knew that the Lord was trying to get my attention. Like there was something like divine happening, you know? So I go to jail, right? I go to jail. <laughs> and I was just like, I felt like I was in a movie. And it's so I hard remember- to even imagine you in jail. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, know. I know. It's crazy to think about even like, there was like girl cops there and they were like, what are you doing here? They see like a little skinny white girl and they're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I was like, this is and they were like, it's going to be okay. Like, I was like, all right. So I 
had to actually go into a cell for like five minutes because this woman, they like someone was screaming. It was scary. Like there was like people there, you know, like that were getting arrested and stuff. So I had to go in a cell for five minutes. And this is like where Jesus, like the presence of Jesus came to me. And I like saw, I was sitting on the floor in a cell and there's like this like bedpan. And I saw like a white robe, like a man with a white robe sitting down, but I couldn't see a face. And I just like knew that that was Jesus. Like he was there and he was saying to me, like, you don't see that you're already in bondage. You're already in bondage. You're already in chains. Like I was already in chains with all of the beliefs I was believing, the in bondage to all the things that I've done in my life. Like I was in drowning in sin. Right, drowning in sin. And he said, I can break your chains. I'm the only one that could break your chains for you. I could help you. And I remember like having that experience and like having that awareness, but I was still so like caught up in my own life that I kind of just shut it out. And I wasn't saved in that moment yet, but I knew something was about to happen, change in my life. So I wound up, you know, that night bailing myself out of jail. I went back to the house that me and my boyfriend were living. All of his stuff is gone. He blocked me on social media, blocked me on phone, literally left and abandoned me. And wow. Those, yeah, like those days and weeks after that, like the only thing, the only thing that brought me peace was Jesus, was the Bible, was scripture. I started reading the Bible. I, literally would was being attacked by demons because I started getting rid of like my altar. I started getting rid of my tarot cards. Like I just wanted getting it out of my space, like my Ganesh statue. And I was being attacked in my mind. Like demons were telling me to kill myself and I had no one living near me. And I would FaceTime my mom like 20 times a day, literally. Like I would hang up with her and call her back two minutes later being like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. Like I was, so being tormented but the only thing like I said was giving me peace was Jesus and I was like he really is the truth you know he really really is so it was like those weeks after that I moved out of that house into my own little space and I went to this like Christian revival and I got baptized by the Holy Spirit I was being delivered like just crying and crying and crying and just being delivered from everything all these strongholds and I was being attacked like viciously by the demons and in so many different ways but it's like I was being reborn I was able to see Jesus the truth that Jesus died for me and rose again three days later so what happened to your business at this point you know, being in a jail cell and like just relying on like Jesus' peace to like go through all of that. Yep. It was only the Lord that could have made this happen. That like all the things, all the spaces that I had open, all I had like four one to one spaces and a mastermind with like five women in it, and all of them were actually ending all at the same time, which was like I think like three or four weeks after all of this was happening. So it's like I only had a few weeks left working with these all of these women and then I had nothing coming up yet because I didn't wasn't launching anything. So literally like I was 
going, you know, I shared with my clients, like, I didn't tell them I got arrested and stuff, but I was like, me and, me and X, blah, blah, they knew who it was because we would show up together on Instagram and stuff, like, me and blah, blah, broke up, and this is what I'm going through, and, and then I started sharing about the Bible and stuff, and, like, like I said, two of my clients were getting saved, so we all, we got saved together, and it was just, like, he, it was only the grace of God that told me how to be able to show up in these spaces as this was happening, um, but luckily, like, it was received very well. Like, they were very open to what was going on. And and by the grace of God, I saved enough money when I was in the new age, like, with my business that when I got saved, I had a huge chunk of cash in my bank. And the Lord, like, showed me, like, I gave this to you. Like, you're not working right now. Like, I still want you to be a coach and a mentor, but, like, you need to lay your entire business down because... I need to clean it out. I need to sanctify it. And the, I don't want you to do this right now. Like you can live off of this until we, until it goes back. So, yeah. That is just bananas. So once <laughs> all of the clients like ended at the perfect timing and then you have all this like cash, like saved up to basically just live out, like what was, what did you do next? Yeah. So the first thing, because I was living in NorCal by myself, literally because my, my ex literally abandoned me, fled to another state. I had like no friends there. And I thought that I was going to have to stay another two months to go to court for going to jail. But literally like a week after I got saved, I received a letter in the mail saying that all my charges were dropped. Like the judge didn't want to take the case and dropped everything. So that was the Lord. That was literally Jesus. Like that was like a first miracle that he did. So I I wasn't stuck in NorCal anymore. So it was literally like a month before Christmas. And the Lord is like, you need to go home and you need to be with your family. Because for two years before that, I pushed like my family away. I lived all over. Like I didn't really talk to my family, had like a strange relationships. And he was like, you need to go home for the holidays for like a month and be with your family. So I literally like, had a, I had my car in California that I bought there. Like I packed up everything, booked a flight, a one-way flight to New York, left my car in Sacramento airport and went home for a month to be with my family. I didn't know what was next. I had no idea where I was going to live, no idea when my business was going to keep going. All I knew is that I was saved by Jesus Christ. And also I had a nice chunk of cash in the bank that I could just live off of for now. So I went home to see my family and I just remember like crying so much and just feeling the love of the Lord for the first time in my life, like with my family and just seeing my family in a new way. And, you know, I was just very open to like, Lord, where do you, wherever you want me to go, you know? So I was there for a month in, on Long Island, New York. And then my mom was actually moving from New York to Arizona where one of my brother lives to you know, she was moving out there. We just had my nephew, my brother just had my nephew, which was my mom, is my mom's grandson. So she was living, moving out to Arizona. So she got an apartment out there and I basically lived in her brand new apartment for a month until she came out because I was in New York. Then I went back to California, road trip my car all the way from Cali to Arizona by myself with the Lord, right? It's like I was a brand new baby Christian and like just 
had all this like freedom to just be with God. And I remember like going and, and seeing my brother who I hadn't seen and like had like a weird relationship with and meeting my nephew and, and just like living, you know, living there. And I slept on my mom's couch bed for five months. Okay. I was super humbled after living in like a beautiful house in Costa Rica, making all this money. Like the Lord's like, nope, you're going to live with your mom and sleep on a couch bed. And I felt so rich. Like I felt so just like grateful that I even had my mom that I could live with and she was providing for me. And I didn't have to pay rent or like the Lord was just providing for me through my family. And it was beautiful because I haven't lived with my mom since I'm like 15 years old after like divorce and stuff. So I lived at my mom's in Arizona for five months. And in March, 2021, like I'll, I'll kind of go into like what happened at like since being saved. Um, in March, 2021, which I got saved in October, 2021. So like months later, I'm living in Arizona and I was just very open Lord, wherever you want me to live. If you want me to live here full time, I'll live here, like whatever. And the, the Lord showed me a vision of myself on Long Island, New York, born, where I was born and raised of me on the beach here walking with like what looked to be my husband and children. And it was this beautiful vision. And he basically told me like, you need to move back to Long Island because that's where the man I have for you. That's where the church that I want you to be at. And that's where I want you to live your life and raise your kids and, and be. And I was just like, well, okay. Like that was like the last place I thought I would be because I like pridefully left here before you know while I was in new age and I was like I'll never go back to New York blah blah like better than that like and then the Lord's like nope you're gonna go right back and thankfully my dad gave me my room back like the like this is the room that I like lived in when I went to high school in high school and stuff you know he gave me this room and I moved back here in May 2021 and you know I got baptized when I was living in Arizona like I was just growing with the Lord I was creating new content on my Instagram for the kingdom and I was going through a Christian life coach certification because I knew that I was going to start coaching again eventually and you know before you knew it I moved back in May 2021 by August the Lord by August that's when Matt, my now boyfriend, reached out to me on Instagram and we started dating in September. And like, it was just such a beautiful story with him. And, you know, he is going to be my husband one day. And the Lord has just been so faithful to like every promise that he showed me, like since being saved, like the church family, the Christ-centered friendships that he showed me restored relationships with friends that I cut out when I was in new age he restored those like it is crazy what Jesus has done in my wow life. And, yeah he's just been restoring everything and there's nothing better than knowing the truth because only the truth of Jesus Christ can set you free all the new age stuff is not of the Lord it's mixed with truth makes it lies it's demonic possession and you know astrology won't save tarot won't save plant medicine doesn't save law of attraction doesn't none of that saves but jesus christ saves and he sets you free and he gives you a better way 
and a better life. And it doesn't mean that I don't like experience sadness or sorrow or grief, but I am, I have eternity with Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like that's insane. And yeah, it's just, it's just insane what he's done. Wow. Like, I can't stop saying wow, because your testimony is just wild. And hearing the transformation that Jesus has done is just wow. You know, oh my gosh, girl, I am just so excited for you. Oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> If, if you had to give one message to people that are listening to the podcast right now to like end things off, like what would you tell them? Yeah. I would tell them to seek God, seek God with your entire heart, even if you're happy in your life, right? Even if things are going fine and you know, you're not struggling with money or whatever, like even if you're not in the pits of depression or anxiety or like whatever it is, like seek God. There is nothing that can satisfy us the way that Jesus Christ can and does and will. And he offers us living waters. He is the bread of life and he is the true supernatural. Like for those of us, those of you listening, if you're like into psychedelics or plant medicine or anything like the real supernatural is a relationship with Jesus Christ. And you don't need to take any drugs to experience that. And we all have to be born again because we are born children of wrath. We're born spiritually dead until we are resurrected spiritually by Jesus Christ. And it's only through the blood that can break the chains. And we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We have all sinned against the holy and perfect God. And the only way for us to be reconciled back to the Father is through His Son, Jesus Christ, who loves you, who knows you by name, who is obsessed with you, who desires you, wants you, and is like just knocking on your door, like everyone's door to just have a relationship with Him. Like you will not regret seeking Him and He will reveal Himself to you when you seek Him with a humble heart. Amen to that. Oh my gosh, Jessica, thank you so, so much for sharing your testimony. It is just so amazing. If people want to go ahead and check you out and to see what you're all about and work with you, how can they go ahead and find you and work with you? So my main source is my Instagram. That's where I share everything business and content and offerings wise. And it's at I'm Jessica Torres with just the letter I and the letter M, Jessica Torres. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Jessica. I love you so much. I love you. Thank you. To see all the things that the Lord does with you. I love how much he has just completely transformed your life. And I'm so excited for you and your soon, like, hubby. I know that he's going to propose have this feeling so yeah by the way they also have a super cute instagram um you want to go ahead and share that too yeah you and your boyfriend. At, yeah at jeff and matt for jesus it's our ministry page that we'll be doing more work on in the future but there's a little some content on there 
Love it. All right. Thank you so much, Jessica, for being on the Women of Grace and Faith podcast. And until next time, guys, I'll chat with you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the With Grace and Faith podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are out. If you loved today's episode, leave a five-star review or share it with a friend. Better yet, screenshot the episode and tag me on Instagram at Brianne Holtzman so I can personally thank you for tuning in. The more you share the podcast, the more we can bring on awesome guests. Praying blessings over you, your family, and your business. Until next time, I'll chat with you soon.